everybody. It is Dave and Jeff. It is September 13th, 2022. One day before Jeff's big birthday tomorrow. I completely, by the way, when you said you couldn't do the show on Wednesday, family yeah. birthday, I didn't know, realize it was yours until the show was over. <laughs> it's all right. Jesus, I completely was thrown off on the guys, date. Guys, birthdays are great, and thank you. Um, but guys are so much different than women with birthdays, right? You know what? I, I would say so, but I'll be honest with you. I always, you've known me you know a long time. You know guy that does a birthday month? No one does a birthday month, but I'm always a number guy. You know, yeah. we, we, you and I first started, I used to ask guys, how did you pick your jersey number? I was always yeah. curious about jersey numbers and everything. So I always pride myself on not missing birthdays. And so yeah. w- when we, you were said last week, because last Tuesday we did a show, and you go, I can't do it next Wednesday. It's a family birthday or something. And I was like, all right. I was thinking it was your brother. And I was like, he yeah. just had one. <laughs> And then, then it did, I felt like such an idiot for no. not picking up what was yours. Yeah, Damn me and it. Jerry Coleman. You and Jerry Coleman. And a couple of dead porn stars. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I looked them, I looked them up. I think we had we took a couple from the 14th today or I, one of them. Dude, my our guys, you remember Woody and Wilcox? Yeah. Remember those guys? Love those guys. They're still, years ago, I think they were on Rock 105. Yeah. And then they might have been on, I think they were on Planet right before we got over there. But- Dude, Chris Wilcox is such a good dude. And they do, uh, like how we do, how how old and how much yeah. are they worth? They do porn star birthdays. Oh, that's, that's funny as that's fuck. That's been their bit for like 20 years. And it's either porn star birthdays or porn star alive or dead. Yeah. And they do that. By the way, uh, we had Lisa Ann on. I finished the book. Okay. I saw and, her on Saturday. You son of a bitch. I was just going to get into it. I'll tell you about I'm that. I was just going to get on. into it thousand different reasons why i hate your guts right dude now, you know who was there rasa who nicole eggert was there are you kidding did I, you see her no i fuck dude she wrote to me on facebook today while i was on the plane said she's leaving um tomorrow and to come back to california and i was like fuck i, I would have loved to have seen her i i'm gonna book her for i mean we got a lot to cover yeah. we're gonna try to keep this show short but just i wanted to get back we'll wrap up the birthday thing and then i want to get into your trip but the nice thing is you and i Birthdays, you, me, Mike, uh, it's great, right? Dave, I got to tell you, I think it was 25 years ago tonight, it was me, my brother, and four girls that I've been incredibly close to, Val, yeah. her sister, Lee, Laura, my old roommate, and my friend, Wendy. And I literally heard from every one of them today. That's cool. And Did I, remembering that night. Oh, remembering the night, not because we went to Vegas. Wrong. Okay. No, we went to Vegas or my birthday, and just checking in and, and putting it together and going, man, remember that night? And that's the thing for me. Where, where birthdays started to matter is when we lost Jake and yeah. when I lost my friend Cheech and when I lost Erica. And then you start to realize, and a handful of other people that we've talked about on this show, you go, shit, man, it's not a guarantee anymore. So uh, my buddy Felix Taverna sends me a message cool. today who uh, I love. So. No, I appreciate it. Tomorrow's going to be... I'm actually working tomorrow, uh, which is great. Do I they work, give your birthday off at work? Uh, I mean, they would yeah. if I needed it. But I didn't know if it was... You know what I mean? There are yeah. certain places they do it. No, it's... Dude, it's such a good place to be. Yeah. I'm really... It, it's such a good place to be. But then Thursday, I, I take off early because uh, Jack's playing St. <laughs> <Saint> Augustine <laughs> and you will get another opportunity 
to get another sad guy picture. Dude, these are the I swear best. God, Dave, I, I sw- could not breathe. Let me tell you, don't think I'm not screenshotting every one of them. They it are so the- good. Rick Rick Riel yes. had the best one. I've seen this before. When yes. he posted a different That's one. That's in St. That's exactly where I'll be on Thursday. I think he's coaching at Coronado, though, now. I think that, uh, yeah, this year I think it's at Coronado. I, I said it. Okay, the one that they got at Helix was super funny because that had to have been my stupid ass son tells me the game's at four and yeah. the game's not. He goes, Yeah, the game's at 403. It was a typo and the game started at 430. Okay. So it's rainy. I'm waiting for his mom oh, yeah, to show right. up. Yeah, that's right. It rained when I was gone. Yeah. I'm waiting for his mom to show up, and I got 30 minutes to kill. So that's when that picture oh, is taken funny. because that's his mom. But I, who took it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Brayden, probably Brayden. Brayden oh. might have got it. Oh my god! I have no idea. But dude, when I saw it, I laughed my ass off because it's 30 minutes before the game. But and then the one. Uh, did you guys win or lose? Said, no, they're awful. Oh, dude, they're fuck. the worst. I said to Jack, you can't fucking tackle guys with your hands in your pocket. <laughs> it's the worst team I've ever seen. <coughs> I swear to God, they're terrible. They have no, but and the problem is with his team. Yeah, you got everybody with the eye black and the oh, earbuds doing all tough. Yeah, and they walk around with the towels, and then holy shit, dude, they scatter when the guys running out. Cathedral's not that good. No, they aren't. Uh, not, but I mean, if, I guess they're they're good for. I don't know. Helix is supposed to be good, so Cathedral but, and Helix should be even. Uh, again, yeah. I. The problem that I've had with my kids since the day where they were born yeah. is I don't lie to them. Yeah. And I said to Jack in the car, I go, that's the worst team I've ever seen. Yeah. He's like, what? I go, dude, you, you got to hit somebody. I go, you guys look like 11 T-Rexes out there. He's dying laughing. But I will say this. The coaches on that team are such a good group of guys. Yeah. They really are a good group of guys. And Different kids, guys than he had last year. They didn't yes, move up. They, okay. But the Helix coaches, just to a man, are are great. Yeah. And I'm so happy that my son is part of that program. Good. And, and look, they know what's going it's on. It's one of the best programs in San Diego, always has been. And they, not to take a shot at Cathedral like I just did. My but point, how much my, are they making? How much are those kids making? You mean coaches? No, I mean the kids. <laughs> You know, oh, wait, that's right. Every kid in Del Mar, half a block from Torrey Pines, they're all about 6'2", yeah. 218 in 10th grade. Sure. That's <laughs> fine. They're all, it's all legit yeah. at Cathedral. Sure it is. And my, my point was, let's be honest, San Diego football isn't great. It, it, yeah. And people say, oh, you had teams that won state last year. I'm sorry. I've watched the, it's supposed to be the elite teams, the Cathedrals, the modern days, yeah. play the teams from L.A. and get the shit kicked out of them by like 40 points. So they they, it's, they aren't that good. It's but in San Diego they're San Diego good. It just it seems like a downtime this yeah. year. But the LA teams just seem that much better. Um, kids are dropping out. Yeah. Parents don't want them to play. Dude, let me tell you something. I had two kids that played and they were both pretty damn good. And yeah. I don't think I'd want my grandkids playing. Yeah. You know, when it, I have grandkids one day, I can't be so sure. I'd say, Josh, I don't think it's a good idea. We it, everything has changed, and this is why, honestly, like uh, I'll tease the team because it is. Dave, they got smoked. They got run off the field, right? There's no point in bullshitting it. And uh, so I said to my son, I'd go, what'd you guys do today? Because they play on Thursday. Yeah. Dude, they're only doing like one day of tackling. And I said, I go, look, man, that's your coach looking out for the kids on the team. Yeah. And he's disappointed in what happened. But I said, you know what? He's a really, really good dude. All the coaches that he looks are great. So 
Now, I, Dave, when when the the amount of kids that have come out has been dramatically cut year to year, yeah, and the talent level may not be what it is. A lot of these kids, my son never played Pop Warner, yeah, so they're kind of learning on the fly, and you're playing against schools that uh, don't recruit. Okay, <laughs> um, but I, but again, like I said to Jack, I don't, I don't care how big or how good Cathedral is, yeah, none of your guys wanted to tackle anybody, and. and you know, the offense, it's just, but the kids are all really super cool. And I, what I like about the Helix team, it appears is, yeah, they're disappointed. And 20 minutes later, they go back to being a bunch of goofy 15 year old kids. So why you always see me in that picture is there's a handful of parents that take it like they're Notre Dame. And I have no time for that shit. If if you're so vocal and you can do anything that I guarantee there's probably an opportunity for you to volunteer as a coach. And I'm a big fan of Coach Manzano and his staff. They are great guys. And I think what my son's going to take away from it goes much deeper than wins or losses and playing time. And that's what I enjoy. I just like going out and watching it play. And uh, But when you have these guys that are screaming and screaming at the referees or screaming at the coach, I have no time for that shit. Yeah. So, yeah, there's six more games. I guarantee you, I find the furthest part doesn't matter, home side or visitor yeah. side. I just want to go and, and watch my son and his buddies and cheer for them all and, and hope uh, they have a good time. And, and I have a blast. That's the right games. attitude. I'm glad you mentioned the coaches because... They're uh, awesome, man. Here's the deal, man. Let, let's be honest. All the private schools should only play each other. Right. There are enough of them. Right. You could put modern day, cathedral... Servite. Saints, bishops, whatever. Put them Francis Park and put them all against yeah. each other. And yeah. then let the public... Because, come on, dude, there's recruiting. Yeah. And anyone who says there isn't bullshit, because I, I know parents who say scholarships were offered. I've had kids that play baseball for yeah. me that didn't end up at these schools, and guess what? They got scholarship. Don't give me that bullshit that they yeah. weren't taken care of. I know. Yeah. So, but here, here's here's the, the issue also with the, the coaches and the referees. Remember we talked about there are a lot of games this year on Saturdays and Thursdays Thursday. for varsity. My son plays Thursday, 4 o'clock. Yeah. There, are no, there aren't enough referees. You don't yeah. pay them enough. You right. got you to pay. And I'll tell you right now, as a baseball coach, I make 13 cents a day. It's crazy. It doesn't even right? cover my gas going to Benita yeah. Vista. That's it's the a, thing. That the, is a really good reminder. You know, and so the, these coaches that are doing it are putting in so much time. And let me tell you, last year was the I've coached 142 teams. Yeah. That last year was the first time I ever had a losing record. And it was so frustrating that as we've gone through these months since, uh, since then of May, I've been thinking, what am I going to say when we come back together? Yeah. Because, in all honesty, we probably aren't supposed to be better than we were a year ago. I don't have one pitcher that's ever pitched in a varsity game coming next year. Wow. So, what what do you say? And you know what? You realize, Jeff, the kids are a lot different than they were when you and I were growing yep. up. Parents don't understand that. But I asked the kids, not saying you have to physically fight, but I asked the kids this question last year. I thought it was interesting. I, I said, how many of you guys have ever been in a fight? Yeah. The answer was zero. Not one guy raised well, their hand. Good. And I said, that's a good thing. Yeah, I go, I'm glad thing. times are changing. Yeah. But you know what? There was, there's no there's at grit. I sound like Dan Campbell. There's no grit. Because when you and I played, and people listening will go, you're damn right. That's how we used to think. Mm-hmm. You show up to a game. You put the uniform on. And you're going, we're winning one or two things today. We're winning yes. this game or we're winning the fight. Yeah. Like, honest to God, fights break out. All the time. And uh, it, it's you're not saying like to that. Gito, you're like, we may not win either one. <laughs> but... You're going to know we were here. That's why I always yeah. look at it. I mean, there are times, dude, I've been in fights where I'm like, I'm at least going to get one real good punch in to know, hey, at least at least fucking you know I was here. But because either way, you're getting your ass yeah. kicked, right? Oh, yeah. So you might as well sit there and try and deliver one good one. But anyway, 
kids are different. Parents are the same, unfortunately. Ugh. They expect, a, you know, greatness. Yeah. Dude, I've gone with you to these Helix games. Like, you and I sat in the same exact yeah. spot. I would do the same thing. When my son, when Josh played, dude, I sat as far away as I could, too, right. from, from the maniacs who only follow the ball and don't understand. Right. It's not just the guy with the ball. There are 10 other guys on the field. And you're, you have the right mindset. But I know a lot of these kids, and they're yeah, great. I understand. And, 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 and they're doing their best, I'm sure. Well, I'll tell you the other problem, too. And if you're a parent, I, you don't need advice from us how to raise your kids. But here's free advice on how to raise your kids. <laughs> Dude, you got these guys with their social media accounts. Yeah. And there's one kid on Helix that wrote D1. That's ridiculous. And I said to my son, I go, yeah, he is D1, as in done, because your yeah. team's shit. I go, yeah, where's he fucking going? Yeah. Who's recruiting you guys? I go, you guys, you guys aren't going to play Palomar. <laughs> uh, D1. So stop it. Take that off of there right now. Put Night Manager at Bebmo on there. That's what your goddamn Instagram should be. Because that's about where every guy on this team, right? Uh, forklift driver at Lowe's. That's where every guy on that team, not just that kid, every one of them. But... The, but I, I say it again, Dave. The reason why I like sitting down there is the the kids are over it quickly. Yeah. They want to be better. They want to win. They they want to beat these schools. But then they're back to just being goofballs yeah. with their buddies. And that's the thing I love about it. Because I my son's like, oh, there's a group chat. And I said to him, listen, man, don't start getting involved in that shit where you start yeah, don't talk chirping trash. at the coaches. Because I go, I'll watch your game. Uh, they could call any play. Yeah. Stop it. And I You're said, right. they start getting chirpy about the coaches and that gets back. Yep. That's a bad look for you. You get out of that thing. And so he's been cool. He got out of it. But um, no, I just, Dave, I, I, you know, Helix. Yeah. They want to win. They have a tradition of winning, but, but the coaches over there, uh, coach Munzon is just as cool as it gets. And I know it's frustrating for him because he's been there for a while and uh, he'll get it turned around. Uh, he'll get it turned around, but it, it, I don't care if they win every game or they don't win another game. I'll always be incredibly thankful for what they've done for my son. You know, when we get together every single year in high school, I always tell the parents, we have, we have three goals here. You yeah. know, number one goal is to win a CIF. Second goal is to uh, get your kids either scholarship or drafted. Yeah. And the third goal, worst case scenario, you leave here with great childhood memories. Right. And you know what? Let's be honest. The majority of the kids are going to leave here without scholarships and without you yeah. know getting drafted. And yeah, the way we are right now, probably not winning the CIF this year. My man, so, Coach M, has not chucked that clipboard yet. <laughs> I have thrown that thing like the discus. But no, they're cool, man. Because, Coach Rowley ne- last year, yeah, yeah they're when, great, Dave. Right? When Jack's yeah, absolutely. When Jack sees his buddies in ten years, twenty years, whatever. It's not going to be about wins and losses. It's going to be. They start talking about how good they are. I'll show up even in my old ass. <laughs> Bullshit. I was at those games. You sucked. Yeah. And he, but I do it more for, for comedy. Yeah. Because I tell him, I go, dude, the last thing that's going to happen in this car is you're going to get your, your ass kissed until, you know, we're not going to tussle your hair and say that was good. I'm like, wow, they beat the shit out of you. And he's just like, all right. He laughs. He knows I'm just fucking around. That's well, you're going to the games. That's the big thing. You show up. No matter what the yeah. record is, you're showing up. But I I show up and people are nice. And then uh that I love that. That struck me incredibly funny. So I have no idea Damn it, dude, from that asshole Costa fuck. that I had to read his bullshit that uh 
Cathedral smoked him, and then to see like, uh, did you see Mike there? No, he's in no. He's there yeah. for the varsity game right afterwards. What's he doing? He's the color commentator on the Cathedral Network. I, I, if that was him, he would have called me. No, I he didn't take was, the picture, but he's he's he's. On, I don't think he took the picture. Does he do? A, does he do it with Braden? No, I don't know. Braden does. Maybe Braden does the JV games. And as a coach. But Braden's a coach. Yeah, he's a coach. I wanted to see him, but I figured, I yeah. thought he was there. Yeah. No, Mike does cathedral broadcasting. I think that son of a bitch Braden got me, but I it struck me so goddamn funny. And then when that bastard Coco got me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll be in the same spot Thursday if anybody wants to come oh up. Oh, my but, God, dude. It's so funny. All right. I so welcome back. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm kind of sick because you can hear my voice. Yeah. That's great. Trying to murder me again night yeah. before my birthday. I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, trip started in Chicago. Now, I, yeah, I have a major Wednesday. frustration, but hopefully you can clear this up. You've never been to Wrigley. Never been to Wrigley. Never been to Chicago. You've never been to Chicago, which we'll get into. But the first picture I see from Wrigley, it looks like you're under the fucking overhang. No. So, okay. So Behind home plate. Did you get no, out that, and move around? No, no, no. Actually, our, well, let me tell you. First of all, get on the plane Wednesday morning. I'm meeting Josh there. Josh was flying into Nash, from Nashville to Chicago. Oh, I'm flying right. into Chicago by myself. So flying in and uh dude, worst worst seat I've ever had on an airplane in my life, by the way. What'd you fly? Josh Josh bought me Delta it was Delta there. Okay. Then it was JetBlue the rest of the way. But Josh bought me the ticket and I'm row like thirty eight and I'm like, all right, so I'm walking back. Then I realized that's the last row. Oh dude. Not only is it I've the last there. row, but it's in the corner against the window. There. Dude, oh, it's the first time in my in my life I felt like I was claustrophobic. Like I thought yeah. I was having a panic attack. Like I was like, I literally had to close my eyes and tell myself, you're going to be okay. You're going to make it. I've done, I've been back there. Seats yeah. You don't really, you think, Hey, I'll be like in the movie theater. Yeah. Uh-uh, dude. Not good. Seats, you can't recline. Can't recline. I'm, I'm six, three. The guy's seat in front of me is right into my knees. Of course. Leaner. And, yeah. The, the lady next to me, a nice lady, sports fan. They're big Granite Hills fans. Her and her husband, oh, nice. they're older and. They, we talk sports a little bit and they, they're one of those people that live in the community that go out and support the community I team. I love that. And they were great, but man, I was like, I'm dying. Like, I can't breathe where I'm yeah. at right now. I was freaking out. Um, Adjusting that air? Dude, trying to steal hers? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going to open a window. I can't breathe. <laughs> like, right. I'm, I'm dying. But I, I, so I get on the plane and Steve Kerr's there. Steve, oh, no Steve, kidding. Steve Kerr. I saw Steve Kerr get on the plane. He was like row three, first class. And you and I have had Steve Kerr of on course. the show. Before he was great head guy. coach of the Warriors when he was doing broadcasting and working yes. for the Suns. And um, standing, I was standing right next to him because the line backed up. I just tapped him in the shoulder. He looked up. And I didn't go, hey, Steve, you've been on the show. I didn't pull no. that shit. You know what I did, though? Huh. I said to him. Uh, Can I have tickets? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big Steve Kerr fan. Me People too. listening right now probably will go, oh, fuck you guys. And, and, oh, and, you won't say that. And fuck this. I'm a big fan of that Steve Kerr and Popovich speak up. Yes, me too. And I said, all I said to him, Jeff, was, hey, Steve, I just want to thank you for speaking up and showing compassion. That's all I said. Oh, nice. Good for you. And you know what he said back to me? What's that? Thank you very much. That means more than saying anything about our team winning a championship. That means a lot to me. Oh, good for him. And uh, then I just I kept, like that. And then I kept moving. But that's that's what came out of my mouth. It wasn't anything like, hey, man, you had a great season. Keep it no. up. I didn't say anything. I just literally said, thanks for showing compassion. Yeah, good. Good, and, good, good. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I, you and I have said it on the show a million times. This gun violence with kids in this country Terrible. is insane. And the, the fact that Steve on that is, uses his platform when he doesn't have to for it is right up my alley. So, anyway, so Steve Kerr, and look, Steve Kerr's worth millions and millions of dollars. Kind of surprised yeah. he doesn't fly private, right? 
But it that's was, probably not his it's way. Just, yeah. yeah, just him and his wife. Um, like at least I'm not in the complete back row. Yeah. Comfortable up <laughs> And so we go into Chicago. Josh is like, you can wait two hours for me. You can just take uh, take an Uber to the hotel. And I was, as soon as I got off that plane, I was like, dude, I'm going to the hotel. Jump in yeah. to an Uber. Just start talking to this girl who's like 22 years old. And she's telling me everything about Chicago. She was great. She, oh, nice. she was great. I was I love talking to these Lyft and Uber drivers because if they want to talk, at least, fantastic. One guy told us he was deaf. He wasn't fucking deaf. Like, you, you sign up on Lyft, yeah. your driver's deaf. The guy wasn't deaf. He just didn't want to talk. So, <laughs> fucking asshole. So, we, we, go into, we go into Chicago. We're, uh, we're uh, I guess, kind of by downtown. Um, Dairy Wind was, was, was awesome. Pizza was great. I'll tell you one thing about Chicago. Yeah, I know you've been. Yeah. Surprised the fuck out of me. And I'll tell you, for people who haven't been and people who have been will understand the architecture in those buildings is insane. It's fucking beautiful, right? A beautiful city. Beautiful city. Like, I couldn't get you over love it. it. L- Dude, loved it. Good. Loved cool. it. It's a great city. I'll tell you a compliment, too, to Chicago. The women in Chicago oh, are beautiful. Yeah. And, it, and not like New York. You know, New York, yeah. outside of Lee Sand, there's no one good looking in New York. But in uh, in Chicago, there were tons of really good looking right? women. People were friendly. I know there's yeah. crazy gun violence in Chicago. I got it. Um, but we walked, man, the, the streets. It was, uh, it was, you like it was Michigan awesome. Avenue. Yep, I mean, I saw where that. you guys were at. Yeah, we did. We did uh, I didn't send a bunch of that stuff like with the bean and Michigan Avenue and all that stuff. We did, we did all that stuff. I just yeah, didn't good. send those pictures out, but, um, had Josh been there? Never been. We both were, were taken back a little bit by how great it was. Yeah. Um, I'm mean, really a fantastic city and I know it gets cold. It wasn't cold when we were there. It was perfect, but we walked into Wrigley. You've been to Wrigley. Yep. Here's the funny thing, dude. It, I walk in. He's Josh is behind me. He's he's. Uh, I'm walking in. I see it first. The the grass, everything. Yeah. Number one, Wrigley smaller than I thought. Yeah. And uh, it sounds goofy. I'm not a Cubs fan, but I love baseball. Like I'm in yeah. love with the baseball. You know, in 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 uh, Moneyball, when you says there's you, how can you not be romantic about baseball? Right. Dude, I walk in and I got a huge smile on my face, but at the same time, my eyes are tearing up. It's incredible, right? And um, I turn around, and look at him. He's doing the same thing. And he's, yeah. he's not that guy. And I'm not yeah. that guy when it comes to, to baseball. I was shocked that it literally brought tears to my eyes. It's the greatest. And I yeah. said to him, I go, dude, this place is magical. And I wrote to Mark Grant. And I said, yeah. this is much better than I anticipated. And it, wa- it was. We sat second row behind the Reds dugout. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. that's right. So that was okay. the night game. Next day, we sat under the overhang in the shade. But, it was but that warm- was your second day. Yeah, second day. It was a okay, better gotcha. overall picture. But... um Dude, the people in Chicago were, were very, very nice to us. Um, then we went to this place called the Wiener's Circle. It's ah, a, it's a I know sad. exactly. That's my man Chris Garland's place. Uh, real, that, Did you like, get the chocolate shake? <laughs> I didn't get the t- It's funny. Did you see it? Hold on. So Josh writes to his cousin and goes, well, the Wiener's Circle told us to go. And it's like one in the morning. Yeah. And it, they insult the fuck out of you. Yes. What the, can, what the fuck do you want, motherfucker? You dude, know, you know like, that guy is the blonde-haired guy from 30 Rock? Yeah. Uh, Conan took him there, and oh, they okay. beat the shit out of that kid in there. The the older black ladies. Yes, yes. They will the, fuck the, you up. They, oh, dude, it was insane. And did you try to order something without like onions or something? No. They will fucking kill you. Those ladies. Dude, they are awesome. They she. So we're the. What they rip you about? Well, first we're the only two in there for right away. It's like, hey, I'll I'll take a take a Chicago dog, and and then Josh goes, you only getting one, and she goes. You can get two. I go, how big are they? Bigger than your dick, motherfucker. I'm like, Jesus Christ. 
then Josh's like, this is great. And she goes, yeah, I put my pussy juice on it. And I'm like, <laughs> holy shit. So some of these pictures, dude, the wall of shame was yes. hilarious. All right. I, I took a couple pictures. Let's see this guy right here. Yeah. Cheap ass Reggie. Got three baby mamas, but not $1. Picture <laughs> right on the wall. This is white kid on here. Slanted yeah. hair, hair, uh, Slanted hair, hair fuck. fuck on here. Yeah. Just brutal, dude. Dude. It's a girl. I'm pretty girl. This bitch ass just asked for a Caesar salad. Wall of shame. Yeah, there you go. See, look at so, a picture of her flicking us off right there in the middle. Dude, they're unbelievable. She was great. They were both great. But you know what happens if you get oh, a chocolate shake? So, okay, shake. so the chocolate shake. So show Josh's cousin. Yeah. He writes him, we're at the wiener circle. Did yeah. you get a chocolate shake? Josh goes, no. He goes, I'll pay for it. 20, it's what, yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah. I'll pay for it. Josh goes, what? And then realize what the chocolate shake is. You want to explain it? So... We go to the last time I'm in Chicago, and I'll be back uh, next summer. I go back. We go to the National. So I'm there with a handful of my buddies. Yeah. Uh, Chris Carlin, who's my main guy on the road. Fucking guy. We're doing fireball shots, the whole thing, out of Comiskey. And then this guy orders, like, a smart car Uber. Yeah. He doesn't tell me he's going there. So I go back to the hotel. So I have yet to actually step foot in this place, but it's legendary because of what happened to my team. Yeah. So just like Dave said, they have one guy in our group, Hal, who's like a vegetarian, and Chris set him up. Chris had been there. Yeah. Yeah, just go tell him what you want. Hey, uh, do you have a vegetarian? What? Fuck you. And Hal's just like, what? They just start airing him out. The rest of my guys on the team are dead because yeah. they don't know what's going on. Other than Carlin, and then they order a chocolate shake. And if I remember, Dave, they flick the lights, and then they start showing their tits. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. Beautiful. How good. For Ex- 20 bucks. Exactly right. Did you order it? It's a, no, we didn't. We didn't order it. We, we knew exactly what was what was happening because we found out. Josh Googled it, what a chocolate shake was. So uh, we, we didn't do it. But we, the food was great. Giordano's was the best uh, pizza? Dish pizza by far. Yeah. We went to a couple other not, not Did as good. you go to good. Murphy's or any of those? We went to Murphy's. We went to Murphy's. Pretty cool, right? It was, uh, it was all right. I'm not a big dive bar guy. It was it was packed, you know. Um, but, but it's dude, the Wrigleyville yes. experience that you have Everything to take w- in. Everything was awesome. Again, you're driving in that Uber, and all of a sudden, it, the field it's comes right out of nowhere. Yeah. Out of nowhere. And it was, it, the whole thing was just awesome, man. I, I Zero complaints about Chicago. I will say this, and it's funny for Flugs or whoever else we have that are Cubs fans. I was here at 84. Yeah. I, my all-time favorite Padre call is Dave Campbell screaming during game five, all oh, the Padres are tearing Sutcliffe apart. <laughs> but Dave, it's funny what you said about being in Wrigley because I wonder how many others who have had that experience, you go two things. Number one, you're like, I'm buying a Cubs jersey. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm not buying a Cubs jersey. But you get swept up in it. I honestly have to go back in the summer because it's the one ballpark, stadium, arena, championship fight, UFC, whatever. I think that's the one place where I probably had system overload. Really? And it took me about five innings to finally just be like, we weren't drinking. Yeah. But it's almost like... First thing I did was order Budweiser. Yeah. And I'm not a big beer drinker, but I did because Harry Carey always talked about Budweiser. Yeah. I mean, Very first thing I did. We had a beer, but I'm not hammered there. Yeah. But if I tell you that for me, I was down the left field line and I'm taking it all in and uh, it felt like you'd had like 10 beers. Yeah. Where like you were just like, you were just trying to take everything in. 
and it was so amazing and such a great time. And my stepson's there. Yeah. Talking to him last night. And and I think. He wrote me and ripped Wrigley. And I was like, dude. He what? He ripped it. He said the same thing to me yesterday. But he lives there. He goes all the time. And yeah. he loves. But. It's not bad at all. So I think Jack wants to go to a bunch of different ballparks. Yeah. So when I have to go, I have to go for six days at the end of July. And I told Stephen last night, I said, hey, I think I'm going to fly your brother out. I think I'm going to fly him out this Sunday night, depending on if the Cubs or White Sox are in town. Yeah. And I said... And they uh, said the White Sox feels great, but the problem is the neighborhood is so dangerous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But amazing. Like, literally, people in Chicago said, don't go. Oh, They go, it's that dangerous. Nah. You can't live your life scared. (laughs) You're not the only guys there. Yeah, well, we've got 240 people getting shot on the weekends. I don't want to be one. Yeah, they're not playing in the back lot of Attica. You're fine. Just don't go walking around the neighborhood looking for a lemonade stand. But uh, I think I'm going to fly Jack out on that Sunday night, yeah. depending on if the Cubs are white. I really hope the Cubs are there. Yeah, yeah that's what Steven said. Oh, don't go to Wrigley. I go, what the fuck did you just say, dummy? Yeah, he wrote to me on Facebook, told me that. Don't go. It's overrated. It's overrated. I'm like, it's dude, not. it was not. Dude, it's it was, absolutely it, not. It wasn't. And when I, when, honest to God, it was, I went to... Four iconic parks. I thought that just in the last few weeks, it was it was outstanding. Yeah, and that, but that whole area. Yes. And now, do you understand why Tom Brenneman told me that yeah. if I lived in Wrigleyville, you be. you'd, be, you'd dead. be dead in a year? I agree. I agree with Tom. But pretty goddamn fun. <laughs> All right. So then, I agree. So we, we were there a couple of days, and then we shot off to New York on Friday. How fun is that? That was cool. That was that. that so where did you stay in New York? You stayed down in the uh, city. Yeah, play in uh, yeah Midtown. No I mean, shit. sorry, sorry. Yeah, Midtown. We were Midtown. We we're, were we're, we're right by the Empire State Building. Yeah, that's very funny. That's yeah. it, was it the holiday? What is that? It for? was we played it stayed in the Embassy Suites. Oh, okay, said. okay. That's funny because yeah, Laura and I stayed there uh, right after nine eleven. Yeah, and dude, that was great. You were there on nine yeah, eleven. Nine eleven. Yeah. Holy we, we, shit! You know, it was weird because we were walking around on Sunday morning. Yeah. And every fire station we passed, they were all putting on their dress clothes because they were going down. Amazing, right? And it, it, was, it was it was sad, man. I yeah. mean, it was it's sad here in San Diego. It's definitely sad there watching and you're seeing the faces. And then there was a story. I don't know if you guys heard the story here about the baseball player. Yes. The, former Became major the firefighter. Pitcher, yeah. Decided that he was going to quit Got playing. Got killed in the car accident. Yeah, pitched right? for the Red Sox and Braves. And on his way down there, on his way to 9-11, he, he had three kids and... In his 30s, he got hit by a wrong way driver and got killed. I just, we say it on the show all the time. And funny, Dave, I was having this conversation with a friend of ours the other day. There are people that are just city people yeah. and people that hate the city. Yeah. My ex is not interested in the city. A uh, friend of ours, uh, a different friend of ours, Laura, talking about the other day, not really into LA, Chicago, yeah. New York, those kind of things. But man, I love it. I love San Francisco, yeah. even though it's not clean like it used to be. L.A. I love. Chicago I love. But New York City for me. Toronto's a big-time city. You guys would dig yeah, that. Everyone says that. Um, Toronto. But, you got to go to Toronto. Toronto's clean. Toronto's I'm into clean, yeah. man. I'm sorry. That's why I, I got I, it. Chicago is clean. New York's not clean. I got it. But I still, yeah. there's something about when you're walking yeah. New York and the energy, right? You look down in yeah. the post and the daily news is there. And you're like, you look around and you're in Times Square. You're like, fuck. Yeah, this is it. Like this is what they show every day. So, all right. Uh, so we 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 go in on we go in on Friday to New York. Dude, you know what's crazy as hell is we're doing the show right now. It's eight thirty four as we're talking right now. We're watching the Padres Mariners. This morning I was in New York City. Yeah, I mean crazy. traveling I is crazy. Flew, 
that yesterday. that literally so I'm, I was dragging a suitcase through New York in the rain to yeah. the subway, and then here I am talking to you, you know, doing... Weird, right? It is It is so fucking weird. I mean, dude, I've been up for like 22 straight hours, but so we've... Uh, we, 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 we get up and we uh, we say, well, let's shoot off to New York. We get to New York. Well, there one hour. Boom, we're on the subway going to Yankee Stadium. Incredible. Now, I went to a Yankee game in 2018, which was disappointing. I'll be honest. Yeah. We went, saw them play the Red Sox. Big game. Red Sox won the World Series that year. If the Red Sox won that game, they would have clinched. Yankees are going for a playoff spot. It was dead. I mean, it was, yeah. it was half empty. It in was 18. quiet. In 18. This was Derek Jeter night. Oh, yes. It was packed, dude. It was packed. Right there to your right, there's, let's show you what the giveaway. Oh, the giveaway. Yeah, nice. Don't open it up, though. It's oh, a, you sell it? It's a, I might sell it. It's a Derek Jeter uh, Monument Park That's plaque. That's cool. And so Josh and I each got one. We got up for a second to use the restroom, came back. They were both stolen. Someone stolen. You're kidding. No. And so I stole that one. I'm not lying. I stole from this drunk lady next to me who was drinking a shitload of wine with her friends. So I said, I got mine, so I'm stealing hers. So I stole hers. But, um, we, uh, we're in New York and, and I'm thinking it's going to be the same thing, dude. It was not, it was what you hope it, New York would be. Good. Aaron Hicks fucked up twice. Fans, get him the fuck out. <laughs> Gotta go. Gotta go. And Aaron Boone pulled him in the fifth inning. Fans oh all over Aaron Hicks. It was the Derek Jeter being there was cool. Hadn't been there in years with his right. family was cool. The, the whole deal was awesome. Yankee stadium was a whole different level than the in 2018. Glad we went back. Here's the funny thing. We, <laughs> we go into uh, to New York and you you, know, you you get on. We went in JFK. Yeah, get on the fucking air train before you get on the subway, and it's 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 like a subway, but it's, yeah, of it's course. above ground. And dude, as soon as I get on, dude, I almost I fall over, dude. Like not to the ground, but I almost fall completely over. Josh goes, "What's wrong with you, dude?" I swear, I almost passed out. Like everything went black. Oh fuck. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? You know, and Josh is embarrassed. Like, what the fuck's your problem? Nice. You know, Isn't it nice to have kids. People are staring at you. One thing about Josh, dude, Josh doesn't like weakness and he doesn't want to see his dad get old either. You can, yeah. you can tell. So we, um, we go to Yankee Stadium. Dude, I almost pass out four more times. Like pa- Dehydrated? I don't think so. Well, now that I'm sick, I realize I was getting sick. So oh, uh, that'll be great. So, uh, so I'm like, I got to find an emergency room. And I'm thinking, I can't tell my kid, hey, we got to find yeah. a hospital. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm blacking out. I keep blacking out at, while we're walking around Yankee Stadium. And so, I didn't say shit. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was just Rita and I would tell Rita, Rita, we got to go to the doctor. Yeah. I'm, I'm, something's wrong. Well, I, I've blacked out five times this today. I've blacked out five times. So, uh, going around and, and everything's good. Bronx, we, the whole deal. We walk around like we do at night. We find more pizza. We're eating our yeah. asses off. I mean, just pizza, hot dogs, just all the shit you aren't Dirt supposed water to Dirt water dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, dude, you could possibly imagine. We're, we're eating. Loving every second of it. As I said, when in Rome. So we're doing everything to the extent of over-the-top New York stuff, over-the-top Chicago stuff. Um, by the way, outdoor bars in Chicago, outstanding. Yeah. All of them are outstanding. Um, so we uh, get up Saturday morning, and Lisanne says, hey, meet yeah. me at Bryant Park and meet at Bryant Park. Dude, she gave us the greatest New York City tour for six hours. Unbelievable. I, I mean, stuff that we wouldn't have known where to go. Walking? Walking. Uber? Walking. We walked it. No we shit. We walked everywhere. Walked all over the place, taking pictures. Dude, she's the nicest person going. Anyone, yeah. any old person that needed a cab, she hailed the cab for him. She, can she whistle? Be, she didn't even need a whistle. She's yeah, so good looking. Cab right. drivers are pulling over. And then they think she's getting in, but she pulls an old person in there. Yeah. A couple times, guys tried to jump jump the old people for their cab. 
Oh, she wouldn't. She wasn't wasn't playing that game. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. It was, this is this lady's cab. And dude, anytime someone's taking a picture, I'll take the picture. Get in. Like she, yeah, she sees tour. She's trying to help them all out. Just, right. It's so nice. And we walked around. She's shown me everything that that I was missing the last time I was there. And so she was great. Um, took us all around Central Park. We walked nice. around. Did she? She rides that bike twenty miles a day around Central Park. That's, That's freaking nuts, yeah. right? That she has that kind of amazing. She's yeah, great shape. She, here's the deal. No, no joke. I'm not going to tell any, everyone where she lives. As she told me, don't not tell people where I live. I said I would never do that to you. Yeah, she knows where all all of us are friends of hers. No one has a better view of New York than I she know. does. Oh my god, dude! I got to show you the video on my phone from. I her, saw it. Her view. Uh, Josh, Josh, Josh didn't say what it was, he, but, he but he put it on his IG. I knew exactly where it was. Dude, it, she has, she has the greatest view. She loves the city. She she minimized everything in yep. in California and said, "I'm going to become a New Yorker." And man, she has embraced the city, and she's she's fantastic. You guys have heard her on the show. She's great. She's great for that city. She loves it there. She's she's absolutely great. But she uh, spent the day with us on Saturday, and then you know Sunday was nine eleven, the whole deal, and we yep. we did the whole. Brooklyn Bridge and yeah, and World Trade Center and all that stuff. And I hit City Field yesterday. Yesterday we were at City Field. Rom didn't crazy. pitch. It was Bassett got his tits lit. Um, Mets lost. City Field. Here's the deal: as I, I put out on social media, if people saw it. If I had to rank them in the the four yeah. I went to, Wrigley's one, of course. I put Yankee Stadium too because of, of the history. It, I understand it's not the old Yankee Stadium, but when you walk around and you see yeah. pictures of Babe Ruth everywhere and Mickey Mantle and Jamaggio and the whole thing, dude, the, dude, you're in the Bronx. That's it. Camden Yards was outstanding. City Field was just a nice park. Okay, okay, it's a ni- really nice park. Yeah, there's no history. Someone is, people kept asking us about Petco. Yeah, and um, I said, here's the deal: Petco Park. If I didn't know anything about baseball, and I went to all thirty of these. Yeah, Petco Park's the nicest park in all of Major League Baseball. The problem is there's no history there. Right. Nothing, you can't look out on the field and go, that's where that play happened. Yeah. That's where that happened. There's nothing there yet. This city field's the same thing. Yeah. Nothing's happened there. Nice park. It's not as nice as Petco. Petco is the nicest. Anyone who loves the Padres and is proud of Petco Park, you should be. It, it is the nicest one I've ever seen. And we're watching Seattle now. I'd love to go to Seattle. Yeah, you've you've been. Yep. But uh, him and I were talking. We haven't been to San Francisco. We I, and as dumb as it sounds, I want to see. I want to see Oakland. I want to see. I want to see. I want Dave. I love Colorado. Is on my list. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see the Rockies. Yeah, I I been outside Rocky uh, Coors Field yeah. three times now. Kind of like, uh, but not inside. Job. Not inside. <laughs> but uh, Safeco or now whatever it is, T-Mobile. Yeah, is great. I was there for the Tony Cal Ripken All Star Game. And then San Francisco, I've done half dozen times, is great. And I've been to the Oakland Coliseum for the final Raider game, but I've also been to half a dozen A's games because my best friend growing up, his cousin was Terry Steinbach, who was the catcher yeah. of that A's team. So we used to go every summer, man. I, you have to go for those. Big A's, a lot of fun. I, uh, I, I yeah, love the big A's. Here's, here's what's funny, dude. I'm the worst on the subway when it comes to keeping balance. Like, I'm holding oh, on to that God. thing like I'm riding a mechanical pole. <laughs> I'm always the biggest guy on the subway, but yeah. I'm having the hardest time. And you find a seat. Oh my god, dude! So, so here, here's what I noticed yesterday. Josh and I, did, Josh just rolls his eyes nonstop at yeah, me. Yeah, like, no time for what you. the fuck's your problem? And so, um, <laughs> dude, we're on that seven train going yeah. to City Field, and that thing takes off. We didn't expect it to take off, and we yeah. both go to grab the pole, but our hands hit each other, so we both don't grab the pole. Oh no! Both of us go fucking flying, dude. And then one guy gets so mad. I'm getting the fuck off this train. Fucking guys are ruining it. 
I'm like, Jesus, we have oh, no belt. We're easily the two tallest guys on the train, yeah. and, and neither one of us could fucking hold our balance. Here's now, look, this isn't racist. What I'm going to tell you, sounds <laughs> this, like it, it is. sounds like it's about to be. This is a compliment. Every Asian woman that jumped on the train wearing yeah. heels, dude, they didn't touch anything. They didn't touch a pole. They didn't do anything. Dude, like, like it wasn't moving. Yeah. How come I'm falling over every second and these they're able to just stand there with their arms crossed with their purse on their shoulder and not even move? How does everybody keep their balance so well and I can't hold on to a goddamn train? I don't know. The one I the love the most jumped off a bridge. So I, oh, I would. Fuck. Uh, what? Jesus. I didn't tell her to. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Dude. So yeah. uh, hold on, here's 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 the the one negative on that train. Okay, we get on the train to come back. Everyone, Mark Granny was said, "Don't take the fucking seven back, dude. Whatever you do, don't take the seven. Just take a cab. It's not safe to drive it at night." So I told Josh, "We're taking it at night. Fuck, it's two of us." Yeah, we get on. Someone pissed all over two oh, complete shit. seats, and then you just see the women get on, and I'm like, "No, no, 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 no!" Boom, sit right in the piss. Oh no! Every time. Oh like, come on! Don't sit in it. And every time they, as in, don't you see there's urine all over the place? Yeah. Anyway, it was, it was awesome, man. I love New York. I'm like, I'm like you. I asked myself this question. I'm sure everybody does. Could you live there? And my answer is no. I couldn't because it, Josh, we ran a couple of Josh's friends that moved from San Diego there. Yeah. And they go, every time you move somewhere, you have to give up something. You either give yeah. up a car, you give up, um, you give up a laundry. Like basically, yeah. you, you know, the size of your apartment means you don't get a washer and dryer. Yeah. Like, where do you do your laundry? How did, all that stuff just seemed like a headache. I realized in California, I just love being able to get in my car and find right. a parking spot. I know yeah. when I go somewhere, I'm going to be able to park my car. Yeah. Fuck it, man. It's so tough, dude. It's I love so going tough. there to visit. I love going to Chicago to visit. Um, I love that. Uh, no, I could not live there. You said, uh, it's funny. I'm glad you said that because I was like, this is, I, you, Jeff would say, yes, he could do it. In the know? city? Yes. Uh, I could probably live out in like New Rochelle, okay. which is really great. But you couldn't live in Manhattan. It's just too much. I think Manhattan would just wear you down. It does. Man. I think it would just wear you down. I think all that bullshit. If we were working there, I don't even think working there, right? It just would be too much of a grind. Dude, when you listen to people who do have cars and say they spend a minimum of $500 oh, to park their car. My buddy Lou Pate, when he and I, when I went out there, he was working at WABC. Um, right above Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy Yeah, what he had to pay to park and even had a media pass and all this other yeah. shit. 500 bucks a month to park your car if you yeah. have an apartment. Chicago's kind of like that, too. Damn, man. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's crazy. And it gets crazy cold. I mean, everyone keeps saying, man, wait till it gets cold here. Oh, yeah, fuck. I didn't realize I, the homeless people, how they go around um, in vans and they pull them off the street. Did you know that? No, because I'm. They take care of the homeless people. They don't let the homeless people stay out in the cold. They they take them. And and Lisa said it. She goes, "I'm one of those people that jump in the van and will help pull the homeless people off the street, and then put them in the other van to San Diego. Yeah, (laughs) send them over here. So it works out great. Drop them off right at the midway. Um, uh, one other quick thing. Did Lisa mention she lost the BK? (laughs) No, that was I saw her Saturday. It's here Sunday. I've got her. In our league, and then I've got that pain in the ass, Erica, in the other league. How did she do? She got beat by Jack. Oh, that's great. That's great. I think <laughs> I got beat in that league, too. I don't even, I didn't even yeah, check my Yeah, you lost team. to my brother, and did then I? you were down a guy. I was down in two, I'm in three leagues, two guys. I started two running backs to even play. Because goddamn Joe Burrow just kept throwing interceptions. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't win, so. Dude, yeah, you I've talked got, so much shit to me on Saturday, on great. Thursday. I was having I, so much fun. I played Cam Akers, and you didn't even start. 
I think no. I think I don't know. I have him in one league. Yeah. J.K. Dobbins fucked me. That's but a I, guy. But I, yeah. Yeah. But I still, still am winning. I don't know what will happen. Was that so, guy? Steelers defense, dude? I told that's you. That's what I said. That, everyone's like, "What are you picking the Steelers defense for?" Everyone's ripping me in these drafts. But then Watt tore his peck in yeah, that game. He did. I got it. Okay. So two things. Number one, we could talk Padre baseball. Honestly, I, I, if I, I don't talk Padre baseball again until <laughs> spring training, I got one Padre thing I got to ask you. Just because, Dave, the excitement on Saturday, Texas Alabama to me was so much fun. I missed it. Oh First Alabama game I missed Dave, in 20 years. I, I was with I'm, Lisa. I'm telling you as a honest guy, Texas got fucked in that game. Texas <laughs> absolutely got fucked in that game. How could they get fucked when Nick Saban's never had that many penalties against them? 15. Oh, no, they, they absolutely got fucked in that game. Don't so, say the safety. I saw the safety. The what? The one that people say there was a safety. He never touched the ground. That was a pretty shaky call. <laughs> there. Uh, listen, I, I don't have a I don't have a horse in the race. Okay, go ahead. I'm just telling you, I'm enjoying that game. Yeah. So that you see, game, it was like the highest rated game. Holy shit! It was so fun. That yeah. game was unbelievable. But then when you get to to the NFL on Sunday, yeah, that Pittsburgh Cincinnati game. I don't know how much of that I game you watched. I saw it. Unbelievable. Being able to enjoy a Viking game for the first time in three years, and and so happy yeah. for Kevin O'Connell. Me too. And the Packers, Aaron Rodgers looked like he aged 15 years now. He'll probably be fine. Dude, no shit. Aaron Rodgers looks older than you and me. Couldn't get out of the pocket. Yeah. At all. Could not get he out has of no, the pocket. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. He has nobody to blame but himself. He right. knew the second he signed right. that contract, they weren't going to afford Devontae Adams. Then we get to the Raider Charger game. By the way, don't forget the Bolt City podcast is available that. where uh, podcasts can be found. I only promote it. Because Dave and Josh and Mario are doing a great job on it. And it, and I know there are a lot of you that still love that team. Uh, and that's cool. I, I, I've i said for years, I can't stand Derek Carr. And Derek Carr, to me, and when you're watching Josh McDaniels, Dave, I could be completely insane. I actually, for the first time in a long time, I'm very optimistic about the Raiders. Because Josh McDaniels looked to me like a guy who got his answer immediately in week one. And whether Carr's the guy in two years or next year, I don't know. But I was watching him the whole time, watching Carr get happy feet and just throw the ball around. And he looked like a guy who was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this. So, uh, great win for the Chargers. I did think the Raiders were going to pull it out on that final drive. I was like, oh, fuck, we're going to win this thing. And uh, I sound like the Bolt City podcast. There you go. But, but and then... Nathaniel uh, Hackett last yeah. night? Well, hold on. Let me ask you real quick about the Raiders. Yeah. I'm watching the, the game, obviously, too, and I'm going, Devontae Adams is better than I even thought. Oh, boy. I thought maybe Devontae Adams was just good because he had Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Dude, he's really fucking good. Against a pretty good Charger defense. A, a Charger defense and not, a, not so great Derek Carr. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, Devontae dude. Adams, they know that he's looking for him. Devontae Adams is really fucking good. Yeah. Now, I wonder, too, I mean, I get it. Other guys didn't. Kirk Cousins in play in the preseason yeah. and had a pretty awesome game. But when you're watching Rodgers, when you're watching Carr, when you're watching the struggles, right? Yeah. handful of guys. Couldn't really get into a rhythm. Uh, Jared Goff had no timing at all. And I was listening to Kurt Warner. Yeah. And Kurt Warner was calling the game on Thursday night, called the Thursday night game, the Rams-Bills game. Okay. Uh, Stafford couldn't get into a rhythm. And... He was saying, he goes, this new 
attitude towards the preseason makes me laugh. He said, I always played one series in the first game. Yeah. Probably played three series in the second game. Usually played the first half of the third game and didn't play in the fourth game. But yeah. he said, by the time we opened the season, I'd been hit. Yeah. I'd thrown. I'd seen different coverages. And I felt ready to go. And he said, now all these guys take four weeks off. Up. And he said, no wonder they can't find a rhythm. I remember Bo Jackson, and he, everyone knows Bo Jackson was just different than everyone else. He said, man, when he came from the Royals to the Raiders, that that first game felt like somebody cut his body in half. That's how what a shock it is to your system to get hit, that you have to get used to getting hit. Yeah. And, and you know, you watch the the Lions, if you watched them in Hard Knocks, and they did a lot of physical stuff that Dan Campbell goes, I know you don't like it, but it's going to make you better and all that yeah. stuff. Problem with Dan Williams, by the way, his, his, I mean, Dan Williams, Dan Campbell is, uh, he used the phrase, you know, grit. It's all over yeah. the, yeah. grit r- rhymes with shit. Yeah. Don't think people aren't going to fucking play with that when they, yeah. when they stink. But um, they I, 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 I agree with that. I, I, I agree with that is that you got to get some kind of game ready. It's only three preseason games. Yeah. Now. You got to give them something now. How the Rams look terrible. I mean, the Bills are look real, really fucking Holy good. The Rams God. look like Super Bowl hangover, right? Yeah, what happened to Cam Akers? Where's he? Dude, the stupidest thing for me, my goddamn son's name is Cade. How did I not draft Cade York? Yes. That I, kid was great for Cleveland. How did you fuck that one up? I know, fucked it up in three leagues. All right, you're about to say Nathaniel Hackett, dude. Go ahead. Say what you're going to say. So I was out having to run errands and... Listen, by that point, I'd already lost. I was so pissed that I lost you, and I didn't even have a guy. I, I, I didn't give a fuck about that game. Oh, I did. But I got in. Yeah. And what's funny is I taped uh, Buck and Aikman, and I taped Peyton and Eli last yeah. night. First time I'd ever done both. Okay. And Van Pelt was going crazy about it at the end. Yeah. To me, at the end of that game, he had so much confidence justified or not, that his kicker was going to hit a 64-yarder. So he's getting absolutely smoked by Peyton, by Eli, and by Sharp. Did, really? They did? They killed him? Kill him. Good. Take a timeout. Yeah. Take a, D, what's that, he doing here? He just kept screaming. saying, E, what's he doing here? But I said to my son watching it, yeah. I said he treated that as if it was an 18-yard field goal. Yep. And he was trying to run down as much time as he You're wanted. right. So it, he was aware. I don't. It kind of surprised me that Hackett apologized for it today. Bad move. It's a fourth and five. Bad move to apologize. Yeah, it's a fourth and five. He had so much confidence in McManus that McManus could have a sixty-four yarder outside in Seattle in the Marine layer that he just felt like. I, that's what it looked like to me watching Russell Wilson, and I was like, "Holy fuck! This is a sixty-four yard field goal. It'd be the second longest ever." And he didn't miss it by much. No, but he missed it. And the Correct. deal is, you gave Russell Wilson like two hundred fifty million dollars. Correct. You got it. First Seattle, game dude. of brand new ownership. The Broncos' brand new oh, ownership. Right. And you're going. If I'm Nathaniel Hackett, I'm like, there's a reason why we traded for this guy. If it fails, if he can't get five fucking yards for a first down, Jerry Judy, it's on Russell Wilson. Right. You fucking go for a sixty-four yard field goal, which no one's ever done in the history of this fucking game. Yeah. You miss it. It's on you. Yeah. So now you're the dipshit. Right. Like, what the fuck is he doing? The whole final drive was so weird. So how do you not have a play to get you that five yards? Of course you do. Yeah. You have. It's not like you're in, in uh, 
it, basically in the red zone where everyone's jammed in. Yeah. You got plenty of room. Yeah. What the fuck's happening? I, I could not get over yeah. what I was watching. And I'm like, you just put everything on yourself. Whether he makes Listen. it or not, what kind of idiot goes for a 64-yard game when a field goal when I, you have a $250 million I, quarterback? You go for a 64-yard at the end of the first half. Yes. Yeah. When you're, when you're at the 10-7 game and you're going to get the ball in the second half, yes. you're like, fuck it. Fuck it. Roll it out there. Let's see if he can hit it. Yeah. You don't do that to win the game. For Christ's sake. For Christ's sakes. It was, Dude, I, was told, crazy. I told you I was in Winter Park, Colorado yeah. the day he got hired. And, oh, I yeah. th- and I think I came back here and said, this guy's so full of shit because he had the whole Ted Lasso. Hey, I just met George Patton. My gosh, George, thank you so much for everything you did. And what a pleasure to meet your family. And what a pleasure it's going to be for me to work with you. And I want to thank everybody in the communications staff. I want to thank Mary. I want to thank Sally. And you're like, hey, shut up. <laughs> okay, shut up. You know how many USC fans were happy to see that? Oh, yeah. The hated is dead. Oh, gosh, that's right. Yeah. Paul Hackett. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, it's just, you know, the whole rah-rah guy. Yeah. And then, of course, he, you know, that was my biggest problem with Bobby Ross. I like Bobby Ross fine. But he always wanted to apologize to the fans. Oh, sh- stop it. Enough of that shit. You always said that. You hated when he oh, did so that. Oh, so stupid. Just because it's so patronizing. Yeah. I won't apologize to the fans. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Dude, when he apologized today, though, he, sh- he made a mistake. He, what he should have done straight out and gone, look, I have faith in, in all 53 right. guys on this team. And when it's your turn to be called upon, I have, I have faith in your guys. Yeah. But to sit there and apologize for being a dipshit. Yeah. No one cares. No. Nobody cares. Everyone knows you made a crazy coaching mistake. Yeah. Well, you're supposed to have a franchise quarterback, one of the best in the league. I don't know about him. I either. don't know. I told, uh, I was in a group message with uh, some some guys in the neighborhood, and they're talking about who to win that game last night. I go, dude, if Seattle wins this fucking game. With I'll, Gino. I'll, yeah, with Gino, who's like the worst quarterback. Yeah. I go, I'll walk back from New York to uh, San Diego. And then I, get going. dude, no, dude, two minutes later, I wrote, Fuck that. I'm not walking from New York, New York to the Paris Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and sure enough, man. Holy shit. The, and Gino talking at the end of the game like he's Dan Marino. Fuck off. What are you, crazy? Dude. We, we know you're shitty. Uh, I, I was thinking about it today. Who's, right, we used to do Overreaction Monday. It was yeah, such a fun show. it was show. great. If I'm in Green Bay, I'm in full-on panic, right? Yeah. Because I think they played the Bears this weekend. The Bears beating the Niners was crazy. And the fucking weather, Giants beating the crazy. Titans was Dude, crazy. Dude, you guys got out of Chicago just in yeah, time. we did. But I kind of like Justin Fields. I, yeah. I, we'll see what that team's all about, but I kind of like Justin Fields a God, little bit. God, I thought the Bears... It's funny, the Bears, Bears, Seahawks, and Falcons, I thought all had a chance at the number one overall pick. Yeah. Like, I thought they were that shitty coming in. Dude, you know who I was wondering about was the Colts. Matt Ryan was swinging yeah. the ball a little bit. Yeah. With Pittman. And, and, and they, have tie, they have tying, right? Huh? They tie yeah. the Texans? Yeah. That's not good. No. But uh, Jonathan Taylor, it's just teams, new coaches. I, I mean, not, I mean, Frank Reich's still there in Indianapolis, but Matt Ryan. But it, it'll be like, I'm sure if you're playing fantasy football, tonight's probably a great night to check the waiver wire because I bet people panic. People panic. Um, and start ditching guys. But I, my, my point when I started that is, Honestly, I love Padre baseball, the whole thing. I I was so fucking mentally exhausted by Sunday night after so much fun 
with college football and the NFL, I was like, that's why football rules the it world. It does. It does. I, I had my phone on the side with watching the Dodgers pods, but dude, you're looking up at that NFL game the whole time. Every yeah. time. NFL is so good at what they do. Um, got a quick question for you. Um, I heard the fans booed Soto while I was gone. Dave, they booed Soto. How? They booed Josh Hader. It's, it's How do you a, boo Soto? Because there's a whole attitude with this team, and, and maybe not this team. I shouldn't say the team, but there's a small section of the fan base, unfortunately, that's so insanely arrogant for no goddamn reason. They're the definition of the emperor's new clothes. And why you would boo Juan Soto, who is in a miserable slump. I think he's three for 37. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Hater. I, I got it. But honestly, like, there's a part where you go, you're still the fucking Padre fans. Sit down and shut the fuck up. Dude, you really want Soto to resign. This is not what Soto is. Soto is known as the best hitter in baseball. Right. You want him to resign here in a couple of years. Uh, you, I, I read his comments. I was never booed in Washington. No. Uh, I mean, big mistake, dude. It's so fucking minor league. It's just the whole fucking thing's minor league and it uh, right. But there's, it's not a lot. Uh, There's a few of them that, that kind of puff their chests out and, and you're going to boo Soto and hater and uh, okay. Based on what? Yeah. Right. I mean, you've had fucking Will Myers in right field for no shit. Good point. Right. Uh, so that's that's what you're trying to get up to? You think this guy... I mean, you're, you're going to put up with Trent Grisham? But you're going yeah. to boost Soto? Yeah. Profar. <laughs> I mean, and, and what do you want? Rodgers back here closing games? Jesus, Melanson? Man. That's disappointing. When I heard that, I couldn't believe it. Uh, there's just... I don't know. Like I said, I don't feel like it's everybody. You can't, you can't get everybody. But it's incredibly stupid. Now, listen. I, I do think that there's probably people are like, here's exactly why we're booing. Because you're a $218 million payroll, and you don't have a goddamn chance of hanging with the Dodgers. Remember a couple of weeks ago we talked about when I went to the Harley-Davidson dealership? And they told the story about all the guys that buy the gear, right, then buy the new bike and promptly drive it into the stop sign. (laughs) And then bring the bike back. (laughs) That's what the Padres do every night. They play the Dodgers. They, they, They... Put it on, and then they promptly drive into the stop sign. Yeah. But a friend of mine asked me the other day, they're like, well, this has to be the end of Preller. I don't know how you point this at Preller. Preller went out and got Bob Melvin. They thought Jay Stingler was the problem. They went out and got Bob Melvin. You hated Hosmer, you went out and got Josh Bell. Goes into a miserable slump. Yeah. Myers couldn't hit for shit. You go out and you get Soto. You needed kind of a guy. I mean, you get Brandon Drury to come in, who after uh, he got dinged in the head, but he'd been producing. You weren't happy with Rodgers in the bullpen. You go get the best guy and Josh Hader. You've yeah. got an owner in Pete Sider that continues to put the money out to do it. Maybe does anything ever fall on the fucking players? That's like, the thing. Like well, Cronenworth and and some of these other guys that that the pitchers. Manaya's been shit. Clevenger can't yeah. fucking get anything done. Joe Musgrove has been a complete fucking disaster since he signed the contract. I've been a little bit before. He has one win since June sixteenth. Terrible man. But I'm, I mean, I get it. I, I don't want to see Joe Musgrove get No, booed. but Darvish is the only one pulling his weight on a regular yeah, basis. Yeah, Blake Snell's pitched pretty well of late. And, and Snell. Yeah. But, I mean, you got guys that just are absolutely brutal. I was really disappointed about the Soto deal because he yeah. doesn't have it. He didn't just sign a 10-year contract. 
Right. You traded for him. He didn't ask to come here. Right. But at the same time, you know, after the next two years, he's a free agent and you're going to want to make it so he loves San Diego so much. He does stay here. Or yeah. he tells Boris, hey, try and make it work with San Diego first. It, disappointing. Then when you read his comments that he's never been booed in his life, but yet it happened here. Dude, he's not going to forget that shit. He's not going to forget it. It's, um, th- that, was, that was like, who do you think you are? I'm, I'm with you exactly on that. Who do you think you guys are? It, very disappointing to hear that Padre fans booed Soto. Look, Josh Bell, when he's gone after this year, he's a free agent. Gone. It didn't work out. No, okay? correct. But at the same time, you thought you traded for an all-star first baseman. You went for it. You 100% you went for it. You cleaned your whole goddamn minor league system for these guys. So here's, Dave, here's some of the guys that are gone after this year. Craig Stammen's gone after this year. Pierce Johnson's a free agent after this year. Probably I don't know comes if he back. comes back. I think he comes back. Brandon Drury probably moves on, yeah, right? I'm probably going to get some on. money. Josh Bell's going to move on, get some money. Sean Manaya moves on, yeah. right? And then you start looking at different guys. Uh, the only other real... You said Clevenger, right? Uh, Clevenger's a free agent, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't know what you do. I would love to be a fly on the wall for conversations between Peter Seidler and A.J. Preller. Me too. Me too. Because you have to look and go, Jesus, what else can we do? Yeah. Me and, too. Uh, it's just at this point, right? Uh, I don't know. It uh, you went all in. Yeah. I, I mean, I I I'm not. We were very very critical of Preller a year ago. Holy cow, man! You pulled off a deal to get Soto and Bell and Hader after making a deal earlier in the year to get Manaya. You bring Brandon Drury in. Uh, I mean that. Here's the deal. He made deals right there. I'm not a Preller guy. He he made deals there that all of you guys who are baseball fans would have made the same deal if you had the opportunity. Absolutely. And be Absolutely. honest. All of you would have made those same deals. If you had an I, opportunity to bring those three guys in, you would have done it in a heartbeat. We, when we sat here on that trade deadline, you said he went all in. I mean, C.J. Abrams looks great making plays. I haven't seen Gore back, yeah. right? I, I don't know what James Wood is doing or Hassel. But you were like, the window's now. This yep. is when the window was. They were not going to wait for four years for those guys to be up and have all your Darvish gone, Snell gone, right? Yep. Everybody else has moved on. You're, you're four more years down. And this is what I asked a friend who's a pretty diehard Padre fan the other day. It's the one thing we've said a lot. Put any of this on Tatis is what I, put, I asked yeah. a friend. No, oh, I'm, yeah. I know where you yeah, and I are at. 100% I do. I don't know that, that Padre fans do. That, and I, I think that's crazy not to. I you, think you should look at that guy. And first, go, he's first in line on who you blame in this season. Right. Did he hit 42 the, home runs last year? The, the National League in home runs. And decisions. Yep. It's not bad luck or, or no, fluke injuries wasn't in or a anything. a car like. accident as a passenger. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't get plantar fasciitis. No, nah, they're, what, coming in tonight, what are they, 20 and a half count? Uh, 21 out? Close. Yeah. I mean, but the whole but, a year ago, the they swagger. finished 28 out. Yeah. You know, now all of a sudden you make all these moves and you're almost nowhere better. I mean, yeah, they, they should make the postseason. Phillies won tonight, by the way. Okay. But they should make the postseason. They have a two-game lead over the Phillies. And who I knows? Mean, I mean, over the Brewers. Yeah. And at that point, you could have pitching get hot. Mania could. I mean, we saw Mania pitch great at the start of the year. We've seen Clevenger pitch great. You have Soto hitting the shit out of the ball. Could have Josh Bell come back. And Machado, all it takes is a couple of guys to get hot each night. And you can win the game. Were there about 20 games left in the season? Gosh, yeah. It goes through October 5th. 
So, yeah, 22, 23, I would think. But, I mean, dude, this is what's going on. And I get it. It's a combination of things. Maybe I'm making too much out of it. But when people are calling and saying, hey, let's go out next week because pull holds could be here to hit 700, that's exciting. But the phone's not ringing for people to go, you want to go out and watch the Padres. Yeah. And, and that should be a concern, I think. And you've seen a lot of people on social media selling their tickets. Hey, I can't make it tonight. Hey, got to go 150 bucks. You're like, holy cow. Yeah. Talk about game time, you can get in for about, I don't know, 19 bucks a ticket. Just right now, we're watching the, the pods have a one nothing lead in the eighth inning. All right. Yeah. So they had one out. Kim was up with a, a fast runner on third. So this was a safety squeeze, not a, yeah. not a suicide squeeze. I have no idea why it wasn't a suicide squeeze. Right. Kim's going to put the bat on the ball. If you, the way you bunted it to first base with the right handed pitcher, the only way to throw it yeah. back to the catcher would be this way. You know what yeah. I mean? Like underhand with your right hand, flip it backwards. He's safe. Yeah. Why isn't that a suicide squeeze? Why, why are you running a safety squeeze? Dude. What the fuck's going on? That should be an automatic run. Should be, Bob should just be fired. Jesus Christ. What are we just doing there? All right, before we move on to that stuff, I, fantasy football, I, again, I knew I beat you. How did Kenyatta do? Did he, Kenyatta was the joke of the league last year. Well, how do I put this respectfully? I have a kid that you and I care a lot about. Uh, I was concerned the night before the draft when he was dancing a lot. Yeah. And a lot of selfies. And I understand it might have been his father's birthday. He's in Miami. We wish his father a happy birthday. But when Angry Angry Bob Hunt was watching video, (laughs) Gavin and Dan were in the war room. And uh, he's listening to Lou Vega Mamba number five. His team came out and promptly scored 63 points. Total? Total. Jesus. I think your fucking Pittsburgh defense had 28. <laughs> uh, listen, we have so many people that want into this. It's going to be like the Premier League. If you finish dead last, you're out. Dude. We just give your spot away. And you can go be in uh, Craig Elston's league. I, I'm looking at the, the group chat. I'm on the airplane. I had Wi-Fi. It's great. And I'm looking at your group chat. And when Kenyatta writes, I spent last night teaching my girlfriend how fantasy football works. I was like, holy fuck. I love him. Dude, he's the best guy in the world. Is there a worse guy to tell you how fantasy right. football works than him? No shit. That's like me teaching you geometry. I hope she followed up with, well, how did you do? Yeah. No, n- not good. <laughs> he, did, he did great in the, in the game of love. He's doing great there. That's a win. He's in first place. Uh... I, I just think that's the way we're going to have to start running this league. It's going to have to be like the Premier League, right, Dave? We finished last year out. Yeah. Oh, my God. And you just get in the back of the line. You line up behind um, Matty Evans. Yes. Erica wants into that league. Yes. She'd be the first one in. Uh, Fangirl wants in. Yeah. She'd draft all We bills. do have a whole waiting list of guys who want in. I, I think that's how we're going to have to do it. Oh, fuck. Other than you and me, because we're <laughs> on it. Um, here's one other thing, too. And we'll just, we're going to say this really quick. Um, We were reached out today about a Little League field in Paradise Hills. There's a Little League field in Paradise Hills that's in very, very bad shape. A lot of them in bad shape, yeah. Yeah. So we're thinking about 
maybe doing what we had talked about doing way back in 2019 before COVID hit, which is do a community uh, project to go out and help. But, but I posted this on social media today. We've had a lot of people reach out and say, I'm in. Don't do anything yet. We just want to, I want to do a drive-by and see, because as Dave pointed out, we're not going to overhaul the entire field. We're not going to build Kaufman Field out there. But I feel like we could probably go out and do some things that could enjoy the fan experience. And maybe that's slap a coat of paint. But really, we have to go out and do a site visit to see it. And Dave, whether that's you and me or whoever else goes out um, to look and say, yeah, this is the particular one we want to do. I think we have kind of a, a general idea of what we're looking for and what we feel like we could come together and pump a little life into a little bit of John Taffer bar rescue. <laughs> I'm going in. Um, but if we go out here and it's just like some little leagues where it's just the field and there's not a whole lot we can do other than, you know, get a guy, have Dave bring his mower out from Benita Vista. My bobcat. Well, yeah. Well, that's not much of a community project and that's can maybe fall on the city. So we are looking for one. Um, and if we do it through Jake's projects, I think there's so much paperwork and 5013C stuff that we have to do that it may just be better where we get a group of 40 people together and say, hey, I, I had a buddy of ours today who will stay uh, unnamed, said one of my closest friends runs a huge garden center in San Diego. I'm sure he would jump in in a second. That might just be bringing grass seed out. Maybe we just bring grass seed out and reseed the fields and and slap some paint on so most little league fields well most of them don't use grass in the infield so you'd save money right there but you have to grade it down and now i mean straight out it, it's it's a big thing so when, when, what that's Jeff why is saying, we need to see it first people are sitting there saying oh yeah that it's great yeah we want to do something great okay and that's what we're trying yeah. to do through jake's projects and jake's projects would love to help but a couple things one is we do everything through a board, everything's right. voted on and, and we're looking to help. We just want to make sure there, there's no mistakes made. It's really important to me that no mistakes are made through Jake's projects because my son's name's on it, you know, but the and it has to be, it has to be right. So look, look, here's the deal. You guys are thinking, well, it can't cost too much to do it, to do a hundred percent of field, right? You're talking about 50 grand. It's a lot of money. Well, we got to look at it and see. So yeah. again, but, but, but my point is, and Sean Walchef pointed this out to me today. You don't know unless you ask. Right. Okay? So when we talk about donations, we would, we want to distribute as much money as we can. But th th again, it's expensive. You're helping kids out, everything else. You also have to make sure the community is going to take care of it once well, we see, leave. see, that's the big thing. You know? Do that's you, the big are thing. Are you going to let it go back to shit or are you going to take care of it? Because guess what? The grass will still grow up through the dirt. And, and mm -hmm. see, that's the other thing. So the one thing is... With Jake's projects, it's really great right now. I love kind of what we've been doing, what our blueprint has been there to help individual kids. We just got to get the yeah. word out a little bit more that we're kind of here to help yeah. individual kids get their equipment because I really think that is great. Why well, kind of like this almost being more of a Dave and Jeff community event is it could be that this family brings three cans of paint and this family brings something and they bring different things and everybody kind of comes together and, and we can do different things to find it. But Dave just hit on something that's really important. If we're going to go out, we're going to ask everybody to, to donate our time on a Saturday. And, and I thank every one of you that reached out today. 
I want us to feel like whoever the board is at that particular Little League, because I have no doubt we can get plenty of people involved that will want to be part of it, and it will be a great day. But if we show up back there in three weeks, and and listen, I'm not saying we can hire 24-hour security. It doesn't matter where you go. But this is where parents and the board and their their league has to take care of. But if there's dog shit in the field and drug needles out there and everything else going on, then what did we really accomplish? Yes. So... We're not going to jump into anything, but we're going to go take a drive by and see it and, and maybe talk to the people involved. And it's just, David, just one of those things that it started here when we were doing the 20th anniversary. We set a goal to raise about three grand. We ended up raising $15,000 that night for a lot of really fun charities. And we got our 25th coming up. By the way, for people that didn't hear the other night, Lisa Ann committed. Yeah. And so... August of next year may actually be when I'm in Chicago, ironically, August 1st. But we will find a day, and we are going to start putting together another really, really fun night uh, to celebrate the 25th anniversary of this show, which is going to be great. Yes. And I already booked Disappointing Joseph. They haven't heard yet, but Dad hears this show. He's our house band. He knows he'll be there. And that's literally the only thing I'm going to say. Okay. I, last year, I booked a thousand different things. Um, we got very lucky with venues. I have no idea what we'll do venue wise. I have no idea where we'll do it or anything else. Um, I really don't know what our charities will think about that. Alpha Project probably desperately could use some help right now. Bob McElroy is the homeless problem in San Diego gets worse, but we'll we'll worry about that. But just I want all of you to start looking ahead. And think about the 25th anniversary, and I'm absolutely making sure Nicole Eggert's here for that one, too. That would be that'd be awesome. That would be, be awesome. Okay, right? That would be good. All right, hey, I want to mention Brian Curry. Brian Curry, again, he's the guy to help you out with real estate throughout San Diego. It's funny, I spent a lot of time talking about real estate with Lisa Ann. Crazy, right? Talking about what goes on in New York, what's going on in California. She's always on top of it. She asked me over and over again, are you paying attention to what's happening? I said, I do, but you know who the guy I go to all the time is Brian Curry. Brian Curry is the guy with all my questions are answered. Again, if you're looking to sell your home, you want to get the most value for it. Of course you do. Brian Curry is the person you want to talk to. If you're looking for the right neighborhood, Brian Curry is the guy you need to talk to. What's happened with the real estate market? Are things going to get a little bit better than they are right now? Those are questions you want to ask. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Did Poway win this weekend? This I can't tell you. I don't know that. Okay. I hope so, though. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know if Dylan played. I don't know anything. They're the toast of East County. And I'll say this, Dave, the high prices are everywhere. Talking to a friend of mine tonight, lives in Superior, Colorado, $2,500 for rent for a two-bedroom. So going crazy. They all want to come back to San Diego. Nobody can afford the rents. But it does feel like we've said for the last couple of weeks that there's starting to be a few more properties on the market. So which one's the right one for you? We have to find the guy that is in it for you, not in it for himself. Yep. And that is the definition of what Brian Curry and his team will do. They're going to look at it, make sure that the finances match up right, the property matches up right, kind of as we were just saying about the Little League field. Somewhere that if you go at night, uh, you can walk around, you can walk the dog, you can go out just for a family walk and feel safe. At, at night, you don't feel like you have to lock every door and, and worry about anything happening to your car, your property. Brian Curry will help you find that perfect house. Absolutely. Taylor made pools. Look, the heat was unbearable when uh, I left a week ago. Guess what? It's going to start warming up. It's right now. It's going to be in the seventies the rest of the week, which is really nice. We all know September is extremely warm. We know it's it. coming back. Going to wish you had that pool. 
tailor-made pools, make sure you give Alan Taylor a call. Ask about available financing, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452. So true, Dave, because even today went out, uh, today or yesterday, went out of my office at Carlsbad, felt like it was about 74, a little bit of a breeze. You go, oh, man, we got through it. Those two weeks were miserable. We got through it. Came back an hour later after lunch. It was right back at 84, and just the breeze was gone. And you're like, man, it yeah. is just lingering. Humid. Yeah, a little humid. And at night, I, I was talking to a buddy of mine at work and who lives out in San Marcos. He was like, it's so hot at night. We're not even using a blanket. You're just T-shirt and shorts. Everybody's trying to find the right way. Well, that's the challenge during the day and the challenge at the end of the night. But what are you doing between those? No better way to cool off than with your gorgeous tailor-made pool. You can see what Alan and his team have done for so many of your neighbors that laugh. They goddamn laugh at you. Okay? When you pull in, they're like, oh, look who it is. Look who it is with this putting green in the backyard. <laughs> like, good for you. Hey, putt for par, Bryson. We're going to go in the pool, okay? Shithead. <laughs> and it looks like you got a little looks like you got a little sweat right there. I mean, what we got right there, that's that's chlorine from our gorgeous tailor-made pool. So, hey, be who you want to be. I'm just telling you, the neighbors are laughing at you, and that's why you'll never be an HOA president. But uh, you can see the pools. The, everybody has done. See what your pool is going to look like. Get that goddamn grotto. That's yes. dead. Now it's your time. It's your time to be the man. Uh, tailor-made pools. Dan Williams, you want to talk to when it comes to your financing. Let's get out of debt. Everyone knows being in, in, in debt, it causes tremendous amount of stress. Look, Dan Williams is the call you need to make. It's going to be one of the better calls you make. We tell you all the time that Dan is one of those guys that will help you with answers almost immediately. The best thing I, I like about Dan, especially being a guy, he doesn't keep you on the phone forever. Right. Dan like doesn't waste any time. Keeps it moving. It's it. It keeps it moving exactly right. So Dan's your guy. Talk to about getting out of the rental market and buying your own home. If you're renting right now, look, you're just throwing money away. Dan can help you out. Again, he's working with our good friend Brian Curry. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. I uh a little grouchy. I was looking today. Dan will probably like this. Occasionally you find a double header. At Staples Center. Yeah. And it's going to happen on November the 12th. How about this, Dave? Okay. November the 12th, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, it's the Brooklyn Nets taking on the Clippers. Okay. And then at 7 o'clock that night, it's the Red Wings taking on the Kings. Nice. So I text my son. I'm like, dude, Durant, Kawhi. Yeah. Tickets Kyrie. Are, yeah. Tickets are not bad. John, fan, Paul George. Yeah. Uh, John Wall. And what the fuck's Paul George doing hanging out with the Padres? How about that with Eric? What a dipshit. And then I go, uh, my guy, Giovanni Smith, one of the main yeah. uh, penalty minute leaders last year, plays for the Red Wings. I go, hey, let's check out the double bill. And then I realized it's November 12th and I'm in Toronto. Fuck so me. I like, God damn it. Fuck me, right? I know. Great <laughs> UFC fight that night. Dustin Poirier <laughs> against my friend, Mike Chandler. But uh, Dan little frustrated with me, and I understand it. We're pretty honest. I posted yesterday on social media, Dave, that I had put up $10,000 to back the Dave Palais House of Self-Defense. <laughs> Did you see that video that Costa posted with that woman? Which one was it? Where the guy Costa was swing- was pretty good this week. He was swinging what looked like a kendo stick, and this woman oh. ran straight into it. Was that a woman? I thought it was yes. a man. The woman who gets hit by oh it? Oh, my God. The guy's the biggest guy I've ever seen. Yeah. He looks like he's right Lex Luger. 
and you swing this kendo stick, and it hits this woman right in the face, and and Costa sent it to Lauren Finney at KUSI and said, hey, Lauren, remember when Dave decided to open Dave Pelé's House of Self-Defense on June 1st, and it was closed immediately on June 2nd? I swear to God, I watched that video a thousand Me times. Me too. I don't know, because somebody had said, what kind of training is this? Yes. What are they doing? And I said, yeah, I put up 10 grand against the better wishes of Dan Williams, and uh, and now I'm paying the price for it. But Dude, that is so funny. Costa and I are ready to have flutes designed. That is the craziest a, thing of all time. I love how, it's funny, because we always tag Lauren Finney in these things now. But Who loves it? She loves it. It's so great. She must think, because Lauren's, Lauren's married with like two young kids. Like She's yeah. a busy mom. Yes, what the fuck? You know, these two but, but it's yeah. always you guys. Hey, remember when Mike did this? But that one that Costa posted yesterday was, was like, hey, remember when Dave opened the Dave Ballet House of Self-Defense? Dude, I posted it on Instagram on my story, and uh, our friend Crystal, what the hell's going on? Writes back to me. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, I, you're involved in that? I, no, I just wrote to her, I go, white guys. Only white guys do stupid shit like this. Well, it's the woman who runs into it. What was she? What was the thought? What was she trying to do before oh it so sadly went wrong? Oh my god, that but, was crazy. Uh, that was nuts. And thank you to Dan who said last week because he has an ongoing war with my son Jack. Yeah. So he said because Jack knocked him out because Dan, you know, hightailed it from the Kings game early. Had nowhere to be on a Saturday night, but Dan quit. Jack called him out. So uh, Dan told him last week with the Helix game, tell Jack this is the only thing I'll ever cheer for for him in his life. And Dan, I'll say, after a very rough loss, he enjoyed that a lot. That is funny. Yeah. So Only my son gets a kick who's yeah. 14 years old. Absolutely finds it hysterical when Dan trash talks Dude, him. ask your son about the conversation he had with me last Saturday night. Okay? About? Jack, about Jalen Ramsey. He's texting me. We were going back and forth for like an hour. Okay. While you're in New York? No, 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 no. The Saturday before I was here. Okay. And he's sitting there telling me how great Jalen Ramsey is. He goes, "No one better. He'll never get torched in a game. He's just he's uh, he's so much better than oh. everybody else." And he a uh, nonstop going on and on with me. And I wasn't yeah. fighting with him. Yeah. I was just going, "Yeah, he's fantastic." You know, and I, then I digs. was going, yeah, over and over. And then I was going to write to him, but I was like, "He's he's taking a beating." And I know it's Cade's team. Oh yeah. But holy shit, dude! He he couldn't have picked a worse week. Fuck if I know. Jack put the whammy. He sure did. Jack put the whammy on Jalen Ramsey. Kyle Flugers, you want to talk to when it comes to websites and computer needs, make sure you call Kyle. He's the guy that will turn things around. Look, you might think things are going fantastic. They can always go a little bit better. 619-500-6621. All your computer needs, especially internet and websites. 619-500-6621. So many things have been ordered online. And David, so... Great when you get those instant messages with the tracking and they let you know where everything is. Yep. I mean, Amazon really set the bar, but you're seeing a lot of other websites are matching it. I told you last week, Stone Stuff showed up super quick. A couple other things that have been ordered showed up super quick. So if e-commerce is part of your bottom line and part of your fiscal year, uh, talk to Flukes because if it's working now, as Dave said, it can definitely be working better. Exactly. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? Okay. I have a couple different dates in here. We're going to go September 13th where we're at right now. Okay. We're going Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Uh, 58. 53. Really? Yep. 
uh, $400 million. $800 million. No shit. I like that guy. He seems cool. He's talented. Shitty movies. Yeah, movies talented. are shitty, but he seems cool. <laughs> September 14th. All right. Your birthday, your guy, Deshaun Watson. Shut up. Yeah, as they call him, Groper Cleveland. <laughs> Is he really tomorrow? <laughs> yes. How about that name in Cleveland? Groper Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Is he uh, 26 tomorrow? 27. 27. And shit, he just got crazy money. 300 million? Yeah, about 300 million with uh, endorsements. Exactly right. September 15th, I got two of them for you. Tom Hardy. Oh, Tom Hardy's great. Uh, Did you ever see Venom? Never saw Venom. The first one's good. The second one with Woody Harrelson, not as great. You would like the original. Okay. Uh, 44. 45. Okay. Uh, 60 million. Close. $55 million. Okay. Okay. Prince Harry, last one. Oh, the fucking twerp. <laughs> Prince Harry. Which one's he? The one with Markle? Yeah, I think so. Um, that was a big story in Chicago. I'm sure it was here. They, the news team, all they did was run out and find anyone with an English accent to comment. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, shit, I imagine he's probably 34? 38. Really? How, how old was his mom when she died? Dude. Was she younger? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Is he 36? That could be. Yeah. Right, I'm going to look that up. No. Yes. Ah, maybe. Princess Diana. Let's see. That's wild. Dude, she was cool, huh? How about the queen dying? <laughs> You're killing me, dude. Uh, <laughs> Who says that? Who starts a sentence that way? <laughs> uh, let's see. How much is he Yeah, worth? she was 36, dude. Wow. Is he worth about... Because they kind of have taken him off the, the food chain. I'm going to say he's worth $25 million. $60 million. Okay. Okay, here we go. Five random questions. Okay. Okay, what if the entire world was made up of people who were 100% just like you? <laughs> Would the world be in a better place? Yes! 100%! <laughs> Everybody would be honest about their teams. Padre games would be great. Because you wouldn't have any of these douchebags out there. Pottery games would be great. You just go out and have fun. A, freeways would be a thousand times better. Because people would know how to drive. They know to get the fuck out of the fast lane if you're driving 58 or looking at your phone. What else would be better? Uh, yeah, there'd be a bunch of shit. Be great. Yeah, I, I strongly endorse that. What if they were all like you? I agree, because I like me. That's yeah, it. you're fine. If they were all That's like it. you... Be kind of fucked up, but yeah, we'd yeah, be all right. Fucked up to see weird, the world in a weird way. I yeah. asked Josh this question the other day as we're walking around New York. Imagine if everybody was schizophrenic. Would anything get done? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing would get done. Nothing. I could deal with everybody being like Josh. Let's go through our group really quick. Yeah. Costa? No chance. Oh, my God. I cannot. I barely can live with that guy being the way he is. Ernie Martinez? It would be a happy place. It would, but way too overly optimistic. Oh, my God. I was trying to think of this the other day. If the, okay. if you had to pick one person, okay, in the world yeah. or in history, that the world was made up of just this one person exactly and everyone was like that person, who would yeah. it be? And then I was thinking it has to be someone that can do construction. Oh. Fuck. See what I'm saying? I'm out. You're out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know We're what I'm definitely out. Like, I, I can't do jack shit, but I'm, I'm sitting there thinking it has to be someone that could get things done. Like, someone that could actually build buildings and stuff. Yeah, like 
Bob Vila? Yeah, someone put Eric. Bob Vila might be the guy. Air conditioning be. units, whatever. Oh, yeah, he could do that. Yeah, sure as fuck is it me. Yeah, knows how to work the electric sander? Yeah. Fuck no. Someone, I'd lose, I'd someone lose with the same digit. mind that knows how to do shit? Yeah. you lose attention. I would. Right off that fucking pinky. Uh, it'd suck. All right, next question. Could you ever see yourself living anywhere outside of San Diego? 100% within five years. Really? Five years? It's funny. Yeah. Five, I have a five to ten year plan too, I think. My, uh, my kids tell their mom that they want to study abroad, which I was you like. mean girls? Uh, well, come on. What are you? Larry Flint? <laughs> Mel Sharples. You all right? Mel yeah. Sharples. Yeah, you all right, Guccione? <laughs> you okay? You proud of yourself over there? <laughs> Guccione. <laughs> Uh, remember that guy? <laughs> what if I just said the whole world needed to be? Everybody was like Bob Gucci. <laughs> put their shirt. They put their shirt on button. Did he have a, a necklace with a dick on yeah. it? <laughs> oh my god! Dude, you know what? Hold on. <coughs> the other day when we we're in New York, I'm watching the goddamn Charger game on my laptop. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I have the direct TV thing, so I can watch it. So Josh goes, yeah, give, me the, give me the login. Well, it only lets you log in with one. So Josh oh. had to find an illegal stream, and the entire time he's watching, there's a big dick right next to the game. He goes, look at this shit. I can't, he goes, the only way I can watch this game is this guy's hammer sure. right on the fucking screen. Sure. It just happened to be how it worked out. That's fine. Where'd he move, Nashville? Better get him out of there. Let's, let's see who's fast. What was that song, Nashville Ain't Your Kind of Town? Oh I'm the God. number one fan of the man from Tennessee. Oh Remember that? God. He yeah. needs to listen to lyrics at that time. <laughs> uh, I, I forgot what the question was. Uh, could you ever see yourself living outside of yeah, San Diego? Yeah, for sure. I could live in Toronto. Oh, my gosh. Pretty far. No, nah, I, I got to be somewhere. I could live outside of uh, San Diego, but I couldn't be a six-hour flight away from my kids. No chance. I got to tell you, after when I, I was only gone a week, but landing here, I was really happy to be back in San Diego. The funny thing was the people next to me were from New York, and the, yeah. the girl's boyfriend is from uh, Philadelphia. Okay. And uh, well, first of all, I was sitting front row, not first class, but front row. Okay, row Jet one. JetBlue. Jet so there's no there's no tray in front of you. You know, it's oh, one yeah. of those you pull the tray out of the armrest. Yeah. So I'm against the window. He's on the aisle. She's in the middle. And he pulls his tray out and swings it over and just bangs it in her kneecap like crazy oh. hard. And she's rubbing her leg. I have my headphones in, but you can tell it hurt. Like for an hour, she's yeah. rubbing her leg. Plane lands five hours later, and I'm trying to put my tray back, and she grabs it and puts it in for me. Yeah. I go, thanks. I go, I saw some lady on the plane just take a beating for that tray to right yeah. in the knee. Yeah, you see that motherfucker? <laughs> she, dude, started a whole fight between both of them. Jeez, good job. But they walk off the plane, and they go like, hey, where do we go? Dude, this is the easiest airport to get yeah. there. Literally, you're just going to walk straight down that escalator. Your yeah. bag's right there. And they start walking to the right. I go, where are you going? Yeah. They go, it can't be that easy. I go, this is literally like taking a private plane. It's like They yeah. were amazed. After walking a mile to get to their plane right. in New York, they, yeah. couldn't, they couldn't believe it. Like Fresno International Airport. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, Dave, real quick, can I say this? Uh, because I, I was attack. Go ahead. very critical. I do want to thank American Airlines. How crazy, a week ago today, I'm sitting at work, my phone rings, and this woman says, hey, Jeff, it's uh, Mary at American Airlines. I was like, oh, hey, what's up? She goes, hey, I got your bag. I go, come on. She goes, no. I go, where are you? She goes, we're in Atlantic City. And what she said was, 
she said, it's been so insanely busy. We are instructed to tell everybody it can take up to five weeks. And I said, well, nobody said that to me. If they had, I would have just written it out. And she said, I'm putting it right now on a flight yeah. from Philadelphia yeah. home. It'll be home tonight. And I said, okay, cool. And son of a gun, Dave, if I didn't get a call at about, uh, where are you going? I want to see. The, I want to flip over to the goddamn Dodger again. Well, the pods are the bottom of the ninth. Well, Christ, now it's like, yeah, I got it. The Dodgers need one out. They're going to clinch the damn division. I want to see if they jump in the pool. Uh, okay, record it. Jesus Christ. Record it. You got Hater pitching. And Dave's like, hey, let me see if goddamn the Lego movie. You're, you're down by 22 games. Can I see the last out? Please. They're not going to jump in the pool. I want to see if they jump in the fucking pool. They said, honestly, they have police, Maricopa police all around that pool so the Dodgers don't jump in it. That's good. Uh, but American called yeah. me. I went down, picked up my bag. Everything was intact. The people were incredibly nice. And, yeah, had they told me they're running about five weeks behind. Did you buy anything to replace the stuff that was in there already? No, because I was waiting on the claim form to go through. Okay. And so they called, they apologized, the whole thing. And my deal is, hey, if if you fuck something up and you own it, yeah. then everything's cool with me. And they did. They were very nice, sent me a very nice email, the whole deal. And so uh, thank you to American. But yeah, ironically, I got my bag back, so... I'm glad you got it back. Yeah, it was great. David, so funny. Do you have to go to the airport and pick it up? But they dropped it to your house. I went out to the airport. I called the lady. She goes, call this number when you get here. And she said, just park right in uh, section four. All right. They got, they're not going in the pool. Let's go back to that Padre game. Dude, they're, look at the guy in the background. He's already wearing the championship shirt before they even got the third out. Cracked me up. Dude, crazy. Um, I, I called her. She walked out. And there was my bag. And she brought it. Crazy thing, man. I immediately went to the laundromat. Yeah. 24-hour laundromat. And I opened that bag up. Everything in my bag was like freezing cold. <laughs> it was so weird. But it was all intact. Everything was fine. Nothing had been messed with. And so, yeah. Had they said, we're running about five or six weeks behind. And that's exactly what it ended up being. So, if you're missing a bag from American... Give them a couple of weeks, but son of a bitch, they found it and got it back, and I thank them. Because just having all that shit back is such a huge relief. Was, was there anything great. in there that you forgot was in there? Yeah, a lot oh, of Jesus. things, just clothes and stuff and work stuff. So getting all that back was just, you can get money and, and do that, but yeah. but to have what you need, it was very, very nice. All right, let's wrap these up. Have you okay. ever sexted a girl? No. Me neither. Never, never no, and, and you know what? It's funny because I don't know Miss Pirate. We just goofed around with her when yeah. um, she was missing her SEALs tickets and we started busting Stevie Woods on that to get the tickets. Um, but, you know, when she has to write, when Erica has to write time and time again, yeah. like stop sending me these things in my direct messages, pretty, pretty fucking creepy. And then there's a bunch of other fucking weirdos. On Padres Twitter running their mouth. But I'd love to see these guys at a game. They wouldn't say shit. But, and guys that when I won't name them by name, but they know who they are. When you're on the radio, Jesus Christ, they just want to be your best friend. And none of us, we would look at these guys and be like, fucking weirdos. <laughs> uh, just strange. But, um, but no. All right. Would you rather look at your mom or dad's internet search history? <laughs> Uh, I don't think my dad, honestly, for as much as my dad, 
has it together, I, I my dad's would probably, I don't think either one of them would yeah. be bad. Yeah. My, well, I already know my dad. He has that crazy cat. Yeah. So. We saw that. Yeah. Um, my mom would be the Minneapolis paper. Yeah. My and mom my, would be, is Trump going to jail? And Guarantee my, it. Yeah. And my dad would probably be Lakers and Dodgers stuff. So um, there you go. Yeah, either one is fine. Last question. Would you rather spend a year entirely alone or a year without a home? No, what a weird choice. Uh, I'll take a year alone. Yeah, me too. Just no way I want to be. I, I well, saw a who, bunch who of homeless guys. With? Yeah. I saw but, a bunch of homeless guys. Yeah. Well, imagine calling all your friends and saying, can I stay here now? Can I stay here now? No, I have no interest in any of that at yeah. all. So, no, I would pass on that big time. There you go. So much for a fast show. Anyway, tomorrow's your okay. birthday. You got birthday plans. I'm glad you're going to be with your kids, I imagine. Yes, sir. Having dinner with them, which should be fun. You so. going out or are they making dinner for you? Uh, actually, just going out. But then we're we're getting together um, Saturday. It'll be me, Jack, Kate, and their mom. So tomorrow, Jack's got practice. They got a game Thursday against St. Augie. And so we're just going to be kind of mellow. Quick dinner tomorrow night, which would be nice. And then, because, uh, so, you know, I, birthdays, uh, dude, honestly, if anybody just even acknowledges it, I don't care if it's tomorrow or Thursday, year from now, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Uh, it's just cool. So yeah, it just works out better. Quick dinner with them tomorrow game on Thursday. And then we'll kind of hang out the four of cool. us, which is pretty funny too, that I'm hanging out, uh, the four of us, but it'll be great. We're going to hang out on uh Saturday. So I'm looking forward to it. All right. Good deal. We'll be back. Um, probably Sunday show night, Monday, Monday. That's Monday. fine. Okay. Monday. We'll be doing a show. All right. We'll see everybody then. All right. See you.
you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door. I laugh so hard I can't.